Hello, it's Andrew May, and welcome to the Performance Intelligence Podcast, Bite Size Edition. This is where we take a clip from a previous podcast and amplify it for you in a snack-sized format. Why would you, or what would you say in a talk, or you do radio, you do TV, you're omnipresent, or what would you say to a client who's going, yeah, Paul, I've heard all this fasting stuff, buddy, but why should I really do it? What are the benefits? Yeah, so so the benefits, there's a multitude of benefits, but there are different benefits for different types of fasting. So I think what we we, we have two broad categories for, for me. So one is short-term fasting and its various forms, and the other is long-term fasting. So when I say long-term fasting, I mean three, four plus days of just water fast. And so from a, the, the benefits perspective, and actually it's, it's, it's really interesting as to where this stuff arose. So a lot of it came out of research around calorie restriction. So the likes of Mark Matson and others had, had studied lots of different species from worms that are, and, and flies uh, and then mice, other rodents, and shown that if you calorie restrict any of these species um, significantly, so reduce their calories over and above what they need for normal maintenance by 20 to 30%, generally about 30%, but still give them a, a nutrient-dense diet so as that they're, they're not depleted. They live longer, sometimes 50 to 100% longer, right? So there was a lot of excitement when that research came out about potential longevity benefits of long-term calorie restriction. And then fasting sort of leveraged off that, right? So the benefits around fasting are, are really metabolic benefits and and it's it, it's about diseased protection right so and we mentioned earlier on that you know high carbohydrate diet whether it's the gels and all of that or whether it's just having your three meals a day plus maybe some snacks is is what happens with your metabolism when you're in this constantly fed state right where the body is getting plenty of nutrients it is that that they are triggers for growth, right? So tissue growth, all of that, but also cancer cells, right? So IGF-1, insulin-like growth factor one, which is triggered whenever you are eating food, that will obviously trigger growth growth hormone and, and other sorts of hormones associated with growth, but cancer cells absolutely love being in a fed state. They love IGF-1, right? And so it was looking at this calorie restriction research and and the the geeky molecular stuff that was that was really uncovered that actually when you fast there are a number of longevity pathways that are activated. So things like sirtuins, that's a that's a kind of a pathway that's very geeky. It's we we like about- to go geeky, especially when we have a, a cool geeky guy here. So don't, <laughs> don't feel you have to go over, because I, I want to dig into autophagy, autophagy as well, but you brought yeah, out the okay. sirtuins. It sounds like a, a child's cartoon that you watch after Teletubbies. So go 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 as deep as you want. That's right. Well, well look, sirtuins basically activate longevity pathways, right? And we, we won't dive too deep into the, the molecular biochemistry. But the other thing that happens when you are fasted, whether you're calorie restricted or short-term fasting, is mTOR is reduced, right? Um, that's, um, <laughs> you know, these things are, they have abbreviations for a very good reason. mTOR stands for mammalian target of rapamycin, right? And it's basically a growth trigger. Uh, and so 
the research showed that actually suppressing mTOR and activates stuff like AMP kinase, activates sirtuin pathways, which have all of these cellular benefits that you can see play out in animal models with increased longevity, enhanced tissue health into later age, multi-system organ preservation, right? So it appeared piggybacking off the calorie restriction research that we could potentially activate these pathways in a shorter term fasting. Now, why would we want to do that? Well, the calorie restriction research showed, and people were getting very, very excited about this and thinking all of us humans have to restrict our calories by 30%. Unfortunately, the primate models of calorie restriction, long-term calorie restriction, are not showing enhanced longevity. And there are, there's a, there's a few small studies on humans who've been undergoing this long-term calorie restriction. And it would appear that in them that there are certain biomarkers that would indicate that perhaps their longevity pathways are being activated. However, what we also know is they're depressed, they're lethargic, and they have no sex drive, right? So if you want to live that life, then crack on. Because you'll live longer, maybe, but it'll be pretty friggin' miserable. And we don't even know if there's a longevity benefit, right? Hi, it's Andrew, and thanks for listening to this bite-sized edition of the Performance Intelligence Podcast. If you like this episode and would like to hear more, you can find the Performance Intelligence Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any of your favorite podcasting platforms. You can listen to High Performer Series, where I sit down with a leader in sport, business, entertainment, the arts, multiple domains, and look at the factors that has helped make them successful. There's the science of where we explore a topic and go deep with some of the world's leading experts and perform a spotlight, which is a case study with an individual. It could be a small team or it could be a large organization on what they have done to achieve performance intelligence. And if you would like to support the podcast, please make sure to subscribe to get the latest episodes as soon as they come out and leave a comment and rating as we really do appreciate the feedback.